Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, welcome back to a Cyber Gigante podcast. Today is Thursday, November 18th, 2020. For today's podcast, I want to cover the different types of security teams that exist within a cybersecurity organization. Teams are going to be categorized into a framework, which we call the InfoSec color wheel. I'll talk about the different types of teams, their associated color, and their primary purpose and function within a security organization. Cool. Let's go ahead and get started. Within the InfoSec color wheel, there are three primary colors, red, blue, and yellow. Now the red team, these are the hackers, the bad boys, right? <laughs> Their main objective is to compromise the company's internal systems or applications and try to find vulnerabilities and bugs. Their day-to-day -day is literally hack, hack, hack. And when they're not hacking, they're researching new ways on how to perform hacks. I mean, it's a pretty dope job, right? And uh, you're probably wondering, do they perform attacks whenever they feel like it? Or is it more structured? Like, how does it work? And I'd say yes to both of those. They perform attacks on an ad hoc basis, but also every application is required to have a test performed before a new release or any major update. Now, if a test isn't performed, that application team is not allowed to go to production. It's just type of a process that occurs, right? And the type of attacks that they can perform can range from like network-based attacks, phishing attacks, social engineering, and even like system-based attacks, right? I actually heard of a red team dropping malicious USB drives outside in the company's parking lot to see whether an employee would pick it up and plug it into their laptop later on. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? So at the end of a penetration testing, uh, penetration testing is a professional term for internal hacking, right? Um, they will provide the team with a report with a list of findings or a list of vulnerabilities, and each of them are categorized by severity, uh, which is calculated by the likelihood of the hack and how complicated it was to perform the attack, right? And the whole test, in an essence, is performed in order to, to find the weak spots within a company's critical assets, and uh, it's also there to test against the blue team and their ability to detect an attack. So the blue team is responsible for setting up the defense. That's actually the team that I'm part of right now. Basically, people call me the Dennis Rodman of cybersecurity. By people, I mean absolutely no one. And the blue team's primary objective is to successfully defend the company from an attack. It's also there to detect, monitor, and respond to an attack once it has been performed, right? And the analysts that are part of the blue team, they need to think like hackers. They need to understand the different types of attacks that could potentially be performed. And this helps the team be able to set up the correct types of defenses based on the system and application, right? And the blue team can never be stagnant. They need to continuously improve on their detection capabilities and responding capabilities because hackers are always finding new ways in which to perform attacks. And the red and blue team are, are kind of like adversaries to one another, you know? The red team performs an attack. The blue team is trying to defend and counter those attacks. It's somewhat like a superhero and a villain scenario. For example, like Joker and Batman, right? The Joker is the red team. He's always scheming, planning his next attack, and then attacks, right? 
while the Batman is trying to anticipate his next attack and then protects and then ultimately tries to catch the Joker. It's this dance that essentially helps improve the security of a company. Next, we have the yellow team. These are the programmers, the developers, even architects. Their core function within the organization is to build, design software and systems for the company. Their focus is on requirements, functionality, user experience, and backend performance. Now, the reason why the yellow team is included within the InfoSec color wheel is because Developers need to work with security teams in order to securely build and patch their applications and systems. Also, we do consider them basically being the first line of defense. Now, the primary issue with development teams is that they focus on functionality and creating that functionality as quickly as possible. And since they're not security focused, they tend to leave tons of vulnerabilities and bugs within their applications. Now, in order to combat this, organizations build a cycle which looks like this. The red team builds it, the red team breaks it, the blue team defends it, and then the yellow team fixes it. Well, <laughs> in theory, that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> but it doesn't all the time. Um, sometimes, or a lot of the times, it looks like this. The yellow team builds it, the red team breaks it, the blue team complains, the yellow team ignores it, <laughs> and then management just hides it under the rug. Yep. <laughs> and uh, this is why the secondary colors were introduced. And uh, secondary colors, I mean, if you blend two primary colors, you end up with a new color. For example, if you blend red and blue, you end up with purple, right? And if you blend yellow and red, you end up with orange. And if you mix blue and yellow, you end up with green. And these are the new teams that are considered part of the cybersecurity organizations. Now, mixing blue and red gives you the color purple, as I mentioned. And the primary focus of the purple team is to improve the capabilities of the red team, but also at the same time enhancing the defenses of the blue team. And they're able to achieve this by establishing and improving the communication and collaboration between the blue and the red team. Now, if you remember, the blue and red team are somewhat like adversaries, right? Sometimes they don't even like each other and they don't talk to each other. And that's why the purple team is so important. They're creating that line of communication between the two teams. Now, the purple team is also responsible for creating those improvements. For example, if the red team finds something and they want to tell an analyst on how to update a rule in order to detect a new type of attack, the purple team will make sure that this task is completed successfully. Now, having the red and blue team work together means engaging in constant knowledge transfer and simulating real-life attack scenarios. This way, the red team will always enhance the organization's vulnerability management process, while the blue team gets into the attacker's mindset and develops better response programs and detection processes. Moving on to the next team, we have the orange team. It's a mixture between the yellow and the red. The orange team is focused on facilitating the interactions between the red team and the yellow team. Now, the primary reason why applications contain several security bugs isn't because programmers are trying to be malicious, but instead it's because they, they lack security awareness and training. The objective of the Orange team is to inspire the Yellow team to be more security conscious and increase their security awareness through educating them and training them and things like that. Now, most programmers, they hate getting a report from the security team 
with a long list of defects and vulnerabilities. It's kind of like telling them, yo, you suck, man. Look at all the things that you did wrong. <laughs> I mean, who's going to want that, right? Um, but the one thing they do enjoy is learning how to perform an attack and hack. And teaching developers to think like hackers is exactly where the real value comes in. Developers will essentially begin to internalize how to make their apps more resistant to attacks. They won't just understand the requirements and the use cases of a feature, but they'll also understand the misuses and also the abuse cases for that feature. Now, the next team is the green team, which is the color mixture of blue and yellow, in case you didn't know. <laughs> now, some of the major initiatives that the green team will work on is building security automation testing, improving security monitoring capabilities, and change management. Now, depending on the cybersecurity organization, green team may or may not exist. Personally, I think the responsibilities of the green team should always reside on the blue team. Like I said, the blue team can never remain stagnant. They always have to look at ways to improve. And it's, I think it's their responsibility to always improve their monitoring capabilities and always try to mix in their security automation testing within the development lifecycle of, of applications. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I really hope you learned something new. I really do appreciate you guys listening in. And uh, next week is Thanksgiving, so I hope you enjoy your time with your family. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.